tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, okay. Yeah. What's up, After Buzz? TV, thanks for tuning in to the oh, Undateable yeah. After Show. I'm your host, Joe Doyle. Coming at you live, we got my, Hannah Pritchard. My lovely co-host, that's right. We're talking Undateable, Season 2, Episode 4, A Stray Dog Walks Into a Bar. And we just start off with the laughs. It's great to have you here. <laughs> I'm, see, you start off with some laughter. No, I'm really excited. You know it. That I'm here again talking about Undateable. I mean, yes. uh, yeah, Undateable because we missed out on last week. I know. And this was a great episode. Yeah. I really liked this one a lot. I laughed a lot of this episode. You did. I, I did. I giggled a lot of times because you were like, la- I mean, I was laughing too, but I giggled at your laughter sometimes. I thought it was fun. funny. Mm, it was comical. Even um, though I thought that it should be titled instead, How to Survive in Los Angeles. Oh, hash brown. I agree. <laughs> Because I kept on thinking, well, there were two main themes uh, in tonight's uh, episode, and the first one was uh, learning the lie. Yes. And the second one is that people are horrible. Yes. And, like, if you don't learn that out here in L.A. within, like, the first week, oh, honey, you're going to have some problems. Yep. You're going to be getting sit-downs like Justin. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's how, well, I mean, we get to... Let's start off with the first the first kind of storyline that we're introduced to, and that's Candace finding a stray dog, a little dumpster doggy. Yes. Um, and I don't. Have you ever found a stray dog? A lot of stray cats, okay. and I brought all of them home. Yeah, I brought a stray dog home once, and I that was heartbreaking that I couldn't keep him. Yeah, I've never taken home a stray dog. I just, I guess I haven't seen many stray dogs, but I used to always, I probably took home about stray five cats growing up. See, like, here's the thing, though. That, the first thing is, that dog, for being a stray dog in Detroit... Looks beautiful. Yeah, that was way too nice of a looking of a dog. Way too nice looking of a dog for a stray dog yeah. in Detroit. Um, but Candace, nonetheless, wants to adopt this little pup that she has uh, named Mo. Right, which I love for Motor City. Mm -hmm. Even though I didn't understand, because if that's a stray dog, why does she have to adopt this dog? Oh, because wait, yeah, to make it legal, to make it, to make her the legal owner. Yes. Yeah, you can't just so the state recognize you as the legal owner. Oh, okay. Well, I was a legal owner of a lot of cats then. Oh no! You're well, a cat Well, say hoarder. if someone else found the dog and you don't have your legal ownership over it, there you go. Then it would still be a stray dog. Interesting. So anybody could just take that dog then, right out from under you again. And what is society if we don't have rules? We can't let that break down. And oh, that's... listen, let's not create another theme for the <laughs> show. <laughs> well, no, but that, that just goes along with the same thing with you know Candace. She has to do everything by the book. She's never lied before. True statement, and that's why she had to fess up about it, because I just would have... Just kept it. Yeah. Absolutely, because now she probably is going to have to pay some sort of money for this dog. Yep, it does cost money, too, or else I would have, like, a bunch of dogs, too. 
Yeah. But uh, she goes to, you know, get it adopted and she finds out that she has to lie in order for it to work to think that, you know, to convince them that she has a, a good, you know, home for a dog. And she's never lied before. But lucky, lucky for us, there is a closeted gay man or once closeted gay man uh, in the crew. Possibly British. Now huh. who knows? Nobody knows. That was so funny. He's <laughs> not like, really I'm not really British. <laughs> that, but in a, Farmer from Ohio or whatever it was. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so we have, uh, we have uh, Brett teach, him, or teach Candace how to lie. So while this is going on, we have another very naive person, Justin. Bless his heart. He's so sweet. And Poor I think Justin. that's why I think he's the yin to Danny's yang. Because right. Danny is such a, a D-bag at times. But he does things, you know, he looks out for his friends, and that's why you, you got to love him. Um, and he tries to make sure that Justin realizes he's getting taken advantage of. Yeah. And it's tough to, it's tough to come to that realization that not everybody is a good person. Right. But having, when the way that uh, um, Danny went about telling him that he gets taken advantage of by letting him know that he was jipping him on rent, uh, one, I was like, man... You just sold yourself, like, oh, that's awful. Now he's going to be mad at you. Now you're going to have to start paying more. And I do not believe that you were slipping 20s into his pocket. Yeah. No, you slipped that one in. Uh, in anticipation <laughs> of knowing that he was going to do that today. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty ballsy. But I haven't mean, you always slightly wanted to do that in the back of your mind? Los Angeles is expensive. There's been a part of me that's always been like, I'll put my name on the lease. You just give me the money for rent. Me, I would never do it. Let me just say this. Tempting. Every, everybody's got to have a side hustle. That's all I'm going to say. I haven't found <laughs> mine yet. Well, you got to get your side hustle on, and then you can start enjoying the finer things in life, like Starbucks. Like <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> well, I mean, I just had to brew my own, you know, until I started having a side hustle, and then I started, you know, getting it made for me. <laughs> you know, but, but you know, like that's what you got to do is you get a side hustle. And uh, we found out his side hustle, Danny's side hustle, was skimming a little off the top in rent. Yep. Um, which is a huge shock. But he knows that Justin isn't going to do anything. Nope. And even goes so far as to the fact that Danny then cuts his finger on accident, but in the midst of saying, what would you do if I stabbed you? And then slices his finger. It didn't look like it was bad, but apparently no. an ambulance had to be called and stitches were required. <laughs> After lunch. That's true. After I lunch. love that they asked that. Yeah. Is it bad? No, it's just a finger. No. Okay, well, we'll see you after lunch. Oh, it sounds good. Yeah. Sounds about right. Man. Not um, an emergency. And so he gets cut. Nothing goes down. Finally, though, the cops do show up. And Danny is, I mean, he's like, what are you going to You're not going to do anything? I Sorry, it was an accident. Tell him the truth. And Justin looks at him with this kind of mischievous grin and says, you did it. Yeah, and points a finger at I him. I loved his, how his finger at I've done the... Ex, well, not... Nobody's ever stabbed my finger. But I did close my thumb once in my car door when it was, like, freezing. I didn't feel that I closed my thumb in my car door, and I, like, tried to walk away from it. And I was going to see a play right afterwards, and I had to sit through the entire play like this. And the play was awful, but it looked like I was giving him a thumbs up the entire time. Can you imagine there's, like, some actor in, like, you know, the wings going, <laughs> Oh, you guys... You guys, this girl's <laughs> loving it. She's I saw she's been having her thumb up the entire the time. show. 
You made Whatever. someone. You made some. You made I some gave, non-union person's dream. Yeah, I gave somebody some false hope, yeah. and now they're pursuing a career in acting. Well, that's what LA is: is yeah, people right? giving other people false hope and then making money off of it. Can you not crush my dreams right now? I, okay, I mean, great. I'm sorry. The, I I remember exactly the very first time when I realized that not all people are good people, like Justin did, and I wish that I could have put that person in jail, just because. Whoa! Oh, so much animosity. They took advantage of me. I've been taking. Oh, you have to get like you don't just are you aren't born with the thick skin. So you would have stabbed somebody in the finger. I mean, the views, the, the things that I say are, aren't necessarily you know the views <laughs> expressed by myself. I mean, like <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to be on camera. You know, like you know, fessing up to anything allegedly. Yeah, after your shroom debacle last time. <laughs> Why would you censor yours? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I thought we all moved past the fact that I sold my yeah, we moved past shrooms. it. We moved past it. Well, we have a couple of writers coming in uh, to, all over it to our show. Uh, thanks to my little mention of. Uh, Magic mushrooms. <laughs> so, you know, it, it all works just, out for the best. Just use portabellas as your cover-up term. I thought it was portabello. Portabella. portabello. You're thinking like... Portabella? Portabello row. No, I don't From, know what you're talking about. Okay. Anyways. Whatever. I'm not a drug dealer, and we do have some writers from Undateable joining us next week and the week after. That's what you can take away from this interaction, folks. Yeah. So, tune in next week. Uh, we got Chris Lucy, and then we got another uh, John DeWalt, and then John DeWalt. We got a whole whole slew of awesome writers coming in. We're gonna chat. Up yeah, undateable. It's gonna be great. Yeah, Shelly, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Shelly had some great one liners. In the Shelly's always he on did. point. I can't wait to ask the writers about who their favorite person to write for is. Yeah, I wonder sometimes though if he improvs a lot of that stuff because it just seems like quick little funny things. That's like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if Shelly did this right now? Yeah, or said this. It doesn't seem as like planned out. I like, I love him. Yeah, it, it's true. It's gonna be interesting. Oh, Rory, Rory Scovel um, makes a little cameo appearance. Oh, yes, in, yes. in uh, this week's episode as Kevin, the uh, the crappy neighbor. Dude, he's so good. He is. He's he, because he's a nice person in real life. Really? Oh yeah, he's a really nice person in real life. But he is plays such a good just sleaze bag taking advantage of Justin, and he shows up in a really cool moment where he's topless. And like, yeah, right. and just amount of comedic belly, just the right amount of comedic belly. Like, I know. I kept wondering if maybe he was even pushing it out more I think for so. the comedy because there's like that right amount of comedic belly where it's like adorable, but not disgusting. Yep. And then there's the type where you're like, nope, I'm changing the channel to the belly. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Overexposed. And so, good job, Rory, in cultivating uh, an acceptable belly. Right. For. I loved his reach back for the doorknob too. <laughs> that's the yeah. That's why I think it's all like a lot of it's improv, right? Because they're all they're all stand up comedians. They're yeah. all you know like funny guys. So they're probably all doing punch up. You know like saying oh okay we'll do this one and then let's see what this is. Yeah. I wonder. That's what we should ask the writers. There was um, Parks and Rec did a thing um, where they had like um, it was like a goodie bag. They called it the goodie bag, and the writers had jokes or tags. And you know, and they would leave the goodie bag in the um, the script. So then the actors would do it the first way, and then they'd have four or five alternate joke lines. That's awesome. That they could try out and see how it works to see if they made it work better. So I wonder if they do the same thing. Yeah, that'd be really awesome. Yeah, a lot of cool questions to ask them. Yes, yes. Um, and 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 also the reason that Kevin shows up is to kind of illustrate how Justin does get taken advantage of all the yes. time. But he turns the tables on Danny when he gets arrested. 
That's, I mean, I don't know. If if I got you arrested, would you ever be friends with me ever again? No, unless you got me right back out. Which he did. Yeah, but I mean, that's still on your record. I, You know what? I probably wouldn't even be mad because I'd be like, if you got me out and I didn't have a job that needed a clean record, which I don't, so. Um, then I would probably be like, dude, it was a crazy experience. Let me tell you the story that happened in jail. As long as you got me right back out. In that in that case, um, I, 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 what are you doing tomorrow night? I might need <laughs> you to drive me somewhere. Okay, I changed my mind. Well, you just essentially said that you'd be the perfect scapegoat to get caught up in jail. Well, like, listen, I mean, if they're giving you, like, candy and magazines, magazines are expensive. They're, like, $5 a pop. If I'm getting free magazines in jail, I mean, I can do some light reading, catch up. Is that all you need? Because, girl, I will buy you magazines. <laughs> like, if, Okay, folks, we found... So... <gasps> The There's a lot of shadiness. Uh, okay, I'm gonna have you run the shrooms. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, w- I was trying to get uh, you to do a Portobello. spit take. I was trying to get you to do a spit take. Um, <laughs> so after after all is said and done, uh, like Justin finally, you know, gets him out. Yes. But Danny is still like the greatest guy ever, and tries to get him again by just staring at him and giving him the stare down to prove that he would fold yet again. Yes. And you gotta love his innocence. I almost <laughs> spilled the coffee. That's oh, fine. yeah. I was like, what's just happened? Whoops. You gotta love his innocence. And, and that's why I love Justin a lot. And I think that's why the show works, is because you gotta have that innocent character. Absolutely. Else, if everyone's shady and greasy, it's just not gonna work. Right. And his innocence is different in the way Candace is it. Candace? Candace's? 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 Candace. Whoa, well, that's. Candace's is. Candace's is? Candace, I can't do it. Anyways, Candace is innocent in a different way. Yeah, we'll just word it that way because that was a tongue twister. (laughs) But she kind of has more of that like goofy, maybe stupidity kind of thing going. And Justin's more very well aware. He just chooses to be a kind person. That's true. Yes, that's true. And so um, he he wants to show, you know, Danny that he's still hard. And so he goes and says, "Look, I got my jacket back from Kevin." (laughs) No big deal, and everyone's all giving him high fives until he realizes that there's a tag still on. <laughs> I loved that so much. And like, I don't know. I I figure that if you're trying to like pull off this gag, you you that's the first thing that you would do is think, oh, I better take the tag off. He's so true, statement. Yeah. So, but there have been a lot of times where I very quickly had to purchase something to wear somewhere and don't realize that I've been walking around with the tag on it. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Wait, I did why, it like why do you ago. need last minute clothing all of a sudden? I forget sometimes that I have places to be after I get off work. Oh, And gotcha. it takes too long to drive back home. Okay. So I'll just pop into a store. All right. I see. I mean, like, that's good to have that kind of disposable income. Oh, it's too well, baller. I wish. I'm not high-fiving you on that. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to leave myself hanging. You did it. Yeah. High five. All right. Um, <laughs> so do you want to... I, I want to start... Well, okay, here, here's the thing. I thought it was really funny when they were talking about those dog voices, too. I want to give... Oh, my gosh. I wanted to talk about that so bad. Yeah, like, that was... Tell, tell me what you thought. I thought it was hilarious. Well, I because I have play. different voices for all of my animals. All of them? Te- yes. Okay, um, now, at this point in time, tell me all your animals. Okay, so... And then perform the There's voice. an American Bulldog. Okay, American Bulldog. What's his, his name? His name is Duke, but we call him Bulldog. So, we'll be like, Bulldog? Bulldog? Want to go outside, Bulldog? Bulldog? You hungry, Bulldog? That's how we speak to the bulldog. Okay, okay. Okay, and then... So how would the, the bulldog would respond by saying, Yes, I want to go outside. 
And then... Okay. And then Perfect. then we have another dog that's an affin pincher. We call him Monkey because he looks like a flying monkey. Like the dog looks ridiculous. And Monkey has a higher voice. Monkey. Come here, Monkey. That's how we speak to Monkey. So hey Monkey. Monkey's crazy. He's deranged. Monkey, uh look out. All of a sudden, uh Bulldog is yeah. is eating your food. And you have to go back how and forth. How would Monkey respond? So it'd be like, "Monkey, Monkey, watch out. Here comes Bulldog." But Bulldog's being nice. Bulldog's not Bulldog's not being mean to you. But Monkey, but Monkey's scared. I like I'm not know. kidding you. This my whole family does this. <laughs> and <laughs> all your dogs talk in first person. And then we have a cat named Marmalade, but we speak to him like he may be a French person. So we say, "Mon chat orange, are you hungry?" Marmalade, are you hungry, Mon chat orange? And then does he say, "Oh yes, I am very hungry." Well, thank you. Please give me my food. We're not that good. No, it's more. He more so sounds like Stewie from uh, from. But- but that's that's British. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well. Then it's an elevated. Cuban. Give me food, speech. Cuban. Yes. But that's okay. more how he is. That's so funny. Yeah. We do it for all of them. Okay. Okay. I like I like giving animals like little interesting. Yeah. You were doing it in the last show we did. Do some. What What's your cat voice? Oh. To your. This is to my ex girlfriend's cat. Yes. We're still we're amicable. You can like unlike the last episode where I said that you cannot still be friends with your ex I'm still managing to work my way around that it's okay I'm it's, friends with all mine yeah okay yeah got it for that one yeah um so this is my cat voice um this is this is what Molly sounds like Joe oh, Joe you're back I didn't think I'd ever see you again so basically you give her a wonderful monologue praising you well, because I never I mean because she's so excited to see me when I show up, you know, to feed <laughs> her. That's what the cat sounds like. I mean, like she doesn't. I don't think she's French. It was a it was a pound. I just love that they made it German. Although Chris, I mean uh, Danny, I want to call him Chris. Uh-huh. Um, Danny does this great German accent with the snos. But every time he says snossages, I don't know if you guys realize this. He turned into Schmiegel. Or he did, absolutely did. He's like snossages. <laughs> You do a really great Schmingle voice. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> it's also sti- uh, uh, li- Stitch. Ohana means family. And family means <laughs> nobody gets left behind. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. Hash Brown nailed it. So that was a funny bit. And I can't, and I imagine that they, I wonder, I, I'm really excited to talk to these writers and come down, get to the nitty gritty of what's going on with how they write this show. I want to see how they do it. Yeah, I agree. So let's let's go into predictions. Okay. Okay. Now, Think about it. Oh, TV. I know. Oh. So okay, so one last week I had said that I thought that Danny and Candace would eventually like kind of hook up. That I thought that'd be a thing. But now that I feel like since Candace is living at the bar, that her and Justin may have a thing. But. Or end up having a thing. And also, I think that her keeping this dog, she's going to, the owners are going to come back and claim it. Really? Yeah. Because that's in, because here's the thing. I thought, I was hoping that Mo would, yeah, continue to show up in these episodes. Like, to be there. Well, I would love that also. But I think it'll be, like, a huge debacle at some point when the owners try to get her. But then they've all become attached to the dog. And then it'll be one of those moments, like, come here, Mo. Come here, and they'll be like, you know, like yeah. how they do in movies. Yeah, they did that in Bob's Burgers too with, uh, um, with the guinea pig recently. What? 
when they were going like if you who do you like better and then you have like the you know the dog run to yeah <laughs> but they did it with a guinea pig that's hilarious yeah it was really funny <laughs> um okay so I, I i hope that the dog you know keeps showing up again but i i really want shelly to get some i want to stick with last you know two weeks ago my thing of shelly getting some and i thought he was gonna get some because uh the actor ron funches uh tweeted shelly was getting some well i have a feeling that shelly's getting a lot of something Really? Yeah. That we're going to end up finding out that Shelly's got quite a few little hoes hanging around him. Whoa, that is racist. Hold Whoa, on. Whoa! <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Why? Wait a second. How is that racist? Why does they have to be hoes? Why can't they be... Okay, beautiful, <laughs> lovely, educated ladies. Well, I mean, you don't have to... You could, you could have called... You know, you could have called them anything else. Like, oh, they're just getting a bunch of chicks. Yeah, or, but I imagine that they'll be like... Up. You want to straight up, yeah, Shelly's probably getting all damn hoes. I just keep getting called out today after Buzz, I quit. <laughs> no, it was perfect. <laughs> because, uh, I don't really quit. All right, so I I would like this, because here's the thing. Shelly's not really, like, you know, like, gangster in no. the show. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Racist! I want to see him with, I want to see him with a ratchet hoe, though. Like, if how he tries to date a ratchet hoe. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, of of any, you know what? That's what I think. I want Shelly to get some. We're not racist. He's getting. I feel like we're just going deeper down the hole. I know. That's by trying gonna... to explain what we want for Shelly. We just sound like idiots. You guys, if you want to monitor us to make sure that we don't continue to be racist, check us out on iTunes. And that way, you can download us, and you can make sure that we're working. You know, keeping on the up and up. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna do my penance by going to the, uh, civil rights game, the Jackie Robinson, uh, game that the Dodgers are having tomorrow night versus the Mariners. That's how I'm gonna make up for it. Well, that sounds great. <laughs> so tell us where they can find you and send the complaint letters. Yeah, please send them all in. You all can send them to me on Instagram or Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all under JoJo Doyle to keep up with Synergy. NBC loves Synergy, and so do I. You guys definitely tune in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to have a lot of the writers coming by. I want you to think of questions. I want you to tweet us. I want you to let us know what you want us to ask. And call in, too. Maybe you guys can talk to some of the writers yourselves. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? How about them apples? All right, well, tune in next week. We'll see you later. Thanks for joining us. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 